0: I'm Leanne Tran, psychologist who's worked with families whose kids don't fit the mould for almost 20 years. I've worked with children for decades, but I know parents are the real changemakers when it comes to their kids. Having three kids of my own means I know it's not easy. Parent Like a Psychologist is all about simplifying how you support your kids with psychology information filtered through years of experience to take you from overwhelmed to confident, Come on in. Hi, welcome to another episode of Parent Like a Psychologist. I'm Leanne Tran. Um, You probably heard all that in the intro already, but um, just wanted to say hello, I guess. Uh, Today, I had all of these grand plans of what to talk about in these um, few episodes after going that all the kids went back to school. Uh, I talked last week about school success and um, how that's more than just academics. And then had a plan to kind of talk about schools and inclusion, but just wasn't really feeling it today, so have taken a bit of a zag. Um, and I'm going to talk instead about cricket. <laughs> Cricket's a big thing in our family. Um, and. I get to spend a lot of time on the sidelines watching and reflecting on the experience for my kids and yeah just thought when I when I considered all the topic options that's the one that felt good to talk about today so um in light of trying to follow my feelings a lot more this year that's the one I'm going to lean into today so I should Take a step back and say it's not going to be cricket itself that I talk about. In some parts, it will be, but it's more about um, community sport or club sport and the way that it can benefit um, our kids. Because I have spent a lot of time, as I mentioned, on the sidelines reflecting on just this topic. So for my um, some of my kids, it's cricket um that's kind of the only thing they do they play it year round so that really gives you an insight into how many hours I've been sitting on the sidelines watching and thinking um but for your kids it could be something else it doesn't the sport itself is not uh that important really it's well it's not Um, At all, it's only important in the sense that it's the right fit for your child. If they're interested and they enjoy the sport, those are the main things. Um, And in that way, that's the kind of sport I'll be talking about. I wanted to start off by highlighting the fact that it allows our kids to develop stress management um, my family have been watching the cricket on TV the last couple of days over the long weekend. Um, Australia's been playing the West Indies, and also the women's cricket. Sorry, I should say the men were playing West Indies. The the women women's cricket was also on. Um, lots of opportunities for stress management. <laughs> I think that's both watching and playing. But what I I guess what I want to focus on by playing it is that. Through that physical activity, um, there's lots of endorphins released that gives kids that opportunity to manage stress in a really proactive way. Um, It lets kids release a lot of pent-up feelings as well, which is really good. Often I I suggest for families, whether their kids have, um, you know, stress, in the way that it makes it hard to cope throughout the week at school, or whether they have more significant challenges like anxiety, that having um, routine physical activity and exercise is really helpful. And so sometimes that's not so fun, but if you have a team sport to play, um, it can be a lot more fun to get that physical activity in a couple of times a week. So usually there's a game on the weekend and one or two training sessions during the week. Um, You can pick a sport that's right for your child in terms of the expectations. But I think it's also really important to pick a club that is um, a great fit for your child. And when I say that, I mean for things like, you know, if you're not quite up to it for the training that week, um, a club that's Prioritises well-being over um, sporting achievement and success is going to be better, and they will be much more relaxed in their approach to that kind of stuff. And it's better to have, um, well, in my opinion, anyway, it's better to have some sessions regularly booked in during the week. And if you're not up to it, you don't go. Versus trying every day to get your kids to do some kind of physical activity to to boost their um, positive emotions and manage stress. It's a lot easier if it's already just part of the schedule. Um, So that's one big thing. But the thing that I like um, a lot more about being part of a a team sport and a community team is the sense of developing competence that kids get. I think it's really important for kids to... um, have a way to devote themselves to developing a skill. And it's not the skill itself that's important. It's more that experience of knowing if you put your mind to something and dedicate yourself to something, you will improve in it. Sometimes our kids don't get that experience at school. and sometimes they might but it's really stressful it's not an enjoyable way of developing a skill whereas if your kids are really interested in the sport they're playing um they will naturally enjoy developing those skills either altogether or singular skills that they want to focus and develop on um that's the part that i think is an invaluable opportunity for kids I'm thinking about my own well, my own experiences there too. That sometimes, um, sometimes the skills and developing them and and being competent in them go hand in hand with developing skills. Well, other skills. I'm gonna say that this is not particularly sports skills, but. Um, life skills alongside it. So that might be managing emotions or um, handling that competitiveness or developing teamwork and that kind of thing. So those things can all happen along the wayside as well without necessarily dedicating yourself to developing those skills. So I've made a note about a couple that I wanted to talk about. Ones I think are yeah, handling the emotions of the game. So I call that emotional regulation in its biggest kind of definition. Um, it's basically handling the highs and lows that come along with a game. Um, it's not just winning or losing. It's when things don't go your way or when a teammate disappoints you or um, that's a big one in cricket if you've bowled a really great ball and then a teammate drops the catch. It's oh. So frustrating for these poor kids. And you can see it. Uh, I shouldn't say poor kids. I mean, cricket's a game that you love and hate with equal measure sometimes as a player. Um, but I think developing those skills of handling it and bouncing back as well is important. If something happens mid-game that's really upsetting, you know, most Mostly you're trying to bounce back from that so that you can keep playing the game. Um, and it's not so much about just pushing it down and pushing through. It's about having ways to talk yourself through those situations. Um, and so that means that you're develop- or your kids are developing positive self-talk, which is an amazing skill to have that ability to, um, probably should define it in case you don't know what positive self-talk is, but it's kind of telling yourself positive things or coaching yourself through a different situation. So it might be saying to yourself, like, it's okay, you you know, it's not gone your way, but you can hang in there, you can try again a different way. Um, Or it might be reminding yourself, okay, you've practiced this at training, you know what to do, you can do this. And that ability to coach yourself is helpful in a range of other real life situations. So it's a way that we manage our emotions a lot. So if we're frustrated, we'll often coach ourselves through it. But also it can be when you're approaching new tasks um, that you've never tried before, it'll help them make it easier. Or approaching tasks that are a little bit stressful like schoolwork or exams and things like that the ability to coach yourself through it is an incredible skill to have yeah the probably like that skill developed too way before kids would be playing cricket because it's around oh maybe not there might be some fanatics um around there but 3 or 4 maybe 4 years old i think it's around kindergarten age um So keep that in mind, so you have the expectations that are adjusted for where your child's at. But um, once, and you know, it's a thing that can take years to develop, so um, don't put too much pressure on it happening straight away. You don't even need to put any pressure on it. I think it just happens by experience and continued practice of the skill I think with that, so managing emotions, the highs and lows and the bounce back also comes that, um, that's where we, that those are the kind of experiences that lead to resilience. Um, and resilience is really the ability to keep going despite the fact things are difficult and hard work. And... From that resilience, I think then if kids are quite practised in that, picking themselves up and continuing is what then moves into this uh, concept called grit. Um, And that's the ability to be able to keep picking yourself up when things um, don't go well and continually putting in effort to things. And that's something that's invaluable for kids who have other challenges in their life, so I'm thinking particularly of kids who might have learning challenges at school, often it's that grit and keeping going that um, they will learn and develop um, that other children don't. So, for example, if it's children who where things come easily to them, learning comes easily to them, um, they don't have to experience that feeling of digging in and and keeping at it day after day. And so that's something that you can develop and experience through um, sport as well. Why I mentioned grit is that um, it kind of links a little bit to what I was talking about in the last episode about you know success at school, which is more than just academics. But some studies show that things like qualities, like grit and that ability to stick at something and persevere despite it being difficult is um really predictive of of later success in life um and that's because it's not all down to how easily we understand things in life there's lots of other kind of qualities and emotional characteristics that are um just as helpful so if your kids can develop it through doing something fun, that's an even better win. Now that I think about it too, you know, if we, how much easier is it trying to teach our kids these qualities and skills through something fun (laughs) than through something that they don't wanna do? Um, I think the more times you can do things um, that are helpful for your kids psychologically and in terms of their development, but that take the easiest path forward through fun and games and play. That's just the the way forward for um, not only their development and enjoyment of life, but for your stress levels and, and your enjoyment of life as well. That kind of leads me into one of the last points I wanted to make about this because... Um, yeah so i've talked about lots of the things that there are other benefits like motor skills and development and um social opportunities as well that then can um what's the word kind of generalize into other life skills as well but i think um those are just added benefits i guess probably if you ask somebody else like a, a physiotherapist they would focus more on the motor skills than the emotional skills, I guess, but that's for them to probably say, not me. Um, But what I wanted to, that's right. So I was talking about how if you can make things fun um, and for kids to develop some skills while they're enjoying themselves, that's an easier path forward. The other thing that occurs to me and a thing that I've noticed a lot through my cricket watching is that that's one of the biggest, one of the biggest, um, sorry, my kids are getting ready for school out there. <laughs> I can hear them being loud. <laughs> um, just totally distracted me. So what I wanted to say was One of the biggest benefits of being involved in a team sport or club sport and community sport is that it takes the pressure off you as the parent to be solely responsible um, for all of these things. And I have watched time and again coaches having an incredible impact on the kids, um, their coaching in their team. And not only that, sometimes it's the, um, the older players as well. And whether they're in a captain role or not, whether they've just done it for one year longer than your kid or not, there are other people that your children end up looking to um, and benefiting from in a way that you can't reach them as a parent. And so sometimes this is through, um, you know, our club is amazing. and We have amazing coaches who really get an idea of each child. And it's all about developing that child and their goals. They even do goal setting at the beginning of the season. <laughs> um, and so for some kids, it might be to, you know, it, they're not audacious goals. They're just small little achievable goals. Um but by setting that, then, you know, you, you've got somebody else championing your child to develop their skills um, and kind of meet, you know, dedicate themselves to developing those skills and meeting those goals. And it's not coming from you as a parent, so finally they're hearing from somebody other than you. Yes, that's great, keep at it, you can do it, good work. So they might, they're hearing it from their coach. They're hearing it from other players who are more senior to them. And I think that's the sense of community that we used to have uh, raising kids where it wasn't all just down to the, the parents in this little family unit. Um, so having other role models as part of the club is an amazing um, asset and something that will help your kids really develop. The other part is the community as well. So I think that um, it's something that's broader than the team and the coach there. And it's an opportunity for your child to get to know kids outside their team, um, maybe kids older as well. And so kids at the same school, they might well moving to high school is another opportunity as well if your child knows somebody um, who might be going to the same high school in their grade from that they've met through this club sport um, or it could be somebody older as well so they get to go to school and they have a familiar face because they they know somebody through um, playing on the weekend And then when you turn that around as well, the kids, your child will also have the benefit of being there for somebody younger than them as well. And those are the the kinds of skills that, you know, are hard to teach unless your children have experienced that on the receiving end. Um, So by receiving that support and care from other people, it teaches them how to then provide it for others in turn. So... And, and that's also a really positive skill to have. Um, I think it's just an amazing opportunity to develop all of these, li- I guess they're life skills, aren't they? Managing emotions and um, grit, resilience, self-talk and stress management. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's my, my little cricket passion speech today, I guess. Um, I'm sure if I had my kids on um, this podcast today, they would tell you why cricket is the better sport or the only sport. But, um, you know, that's just their opinion. I've heard many people who have just about the same level of passion but for rugby league and would talk my kids, you know, would go them um, round for round in which sport's better. It doesn't really matter. But that passion is... um, part of the key to all of this I guess if your kids are really passionate about something so thank you for listening to my chat about cricket if you've got any comments or tips or experiences of your own I'd love to hear about it um and probably instagram's the easiest way so at leanne trans psychology And um, I'd love to share it on there so that other people can benefit from what you've experienced as well. Thanks again for joining in and I will chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Parent Like a Psychologist. If you found it helpful, please share on Instagram so other parents can benefit too. And tag me at Leanne Trans Psychology so that I can say a big thank you. Head over to leantran.com.au to join the village for bite-sized psychology tips straight to your inbox. I really hope this podcast has brought a new perspective and you a step closer towards a calm parent and a thriving child. Have a delightful day.